Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. Here's what's happening in the entertainment industry, media biz, and social platforms with Leo DiCaprio and Apple joining forces. The Rock and the XFL also joining forces. Uh, The New York Film Festival announcing their opening night plans and a lot of other deal news to note. Plus, of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. Now over to Hollywood. Apple's checkbook isn't getting any rest in August. They signed DiCaprio's Appian Way production company to a first-look TV and film deal, according to the trades. Appian Way previously had a film deal at Paramount. Leo is, of course, starring in Scorsese's next movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, at Apple already. And the company also recently set up a TV series at the Apple TV Plus called The Shining Girls that will star Elizabeth Moss. Netflix is picking up the Amy Adams psychological thriller, The Woman in the Window, from Disney Fox, according to Deadline. No acquisition price was cited, and the deal is still in the works, but uh, sounds likely. The already completed film is based on the best-selling book, and co-stars Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman, and Tracy Letts, who also wrote the script. The New York Film Festival announced that Steve McQueen's next movie, Lover's Rock, will open this year's festival. However, that's going to take place. The movie is part of a new three-film anthology from McQueen that he's calling Small Acts. The three movies focus on London's West Indian community, and the movies vary in time period from the mid-1960s to the 1980s. All three films will screen at some point during the festival, which is slated to begin on September 25th. The festival will likely have a decent outdoor screening element this year, as well as some drive-in screenings in Queens and Brooklyn. But no precise details have been set as of yet, according to the trades. The Steve McQueen Small Axe Anthology will debut on Amazon Prime later in the year. STX has added the U.S. distribution rights for an untitled film, formerly known as Prisoner 760, according to the trades. The based-on-a-true-story movie focuses on a longtime Guantanamo detainee whose case is picked up by two lawyers played by Jodie Foster and Shailene Woodley and involves some sort of wide-reaching conspiracy. Benedict Cumberbatch and Zachary Levy also star in the film. Joey King is going from the Kissing Booth trilogy at Netflix to Brad Pitt's next movie, Bullet Train, at Sony, according to Deadline. Hobbs and Shaw director David Leach is directing here, and the film, which centers on a train full of hitmen and assassins, hopes to begin shooting this fall. Also, Bradley Cooper is the first name to be associated with Paul Thomas Anderson's next movie at MGM, set in the 1970s San Fernando Valley, although no official deal is signed, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Over in the TV... Amazon renewed the Al Pacino series Hunters for a second season, although it was not confirmed if Al Pacino or his co-star Logan Lerman will be returning. And a few headlines from yesterday's Nat Geo TCA presentation. They'll have documentaries this fall on Osama Bin Laden's hard drive and Virus Hunters. Uh, Those are two separate unrelated documentaries. The virus one is the pandemic kind, not the Microsoft Windows kind. Nat Geo also signed Chris Hemsworth for a special next year called Shark Beach. If you require some other incentive to watch besides that title, uh, it revolves around the efforts in Australia to coexist with sharks and understand the increase in shark attacks in the country. And Nat Geo also picked up a five-episode docuseries from Steve James called City So Real. That looks at various aspects of Chicago as the city led up to their history-making mayoral election last year and also follows into the pandemic and George Floyd protests this year. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With The Rock teaming up with private equity to buy the XFL, Snapchat signing a deal and presumably a large check with the music labels, and Facebook doubling down on IRL office real estate. 
Plus, today's pop quiz. What movie opened last year's New York Film Festival? Ah, simpler times. The answer, after a break for a non-alcoholic brew from Athletic Brewing. So we're having a tropical storm here today in New York City, which is a great excuse to just crack open an athletic run-wild IPA and watch the rain come down while enjoying the delicious juicy hop character and have yourself a nice little afternoon break. Heck, maybe even two. They're only 70 calories each. You can order your own Taste of Paradise at athleticbrewing.com shop. Say it with me. The shipping is free when you get just two six-packs or more, and they ship to all 50 states. That's athleticbrewing.com shop. The direct link is at the bottom of this episode's show notes. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Last year's New York Film Festival also opened with a movie from a streaming company you may have heard of called Netflix. And the movie was The Irishman, the first time that a movie from a streaming service scored the prestigious opening night slot, apparently setting a trend. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. The Rock and his business partner and ex-wife, Danny Garcia, have joined with a private equity firm, Redbird Capital, to buy the XFL, for some reason. The league was about to enter bankruptcy auction this week, but instead, Redbird and The Rock split the $15 million acquisition cost, with Garcia taking a small stake as well, according to Variety. And now the XFL is theirs, but they didn't release any statement as to what they plan to do with it. AMC Networks, that includes AMC, Sundance, IFC, and BBC America, announced that ad revenue fell 14.6% in the second quarter. However, that's far less than the 30% the company was projecting as they entered the quarter. Despite the numerous declarations about employees working from home, not only during the coronavirus, but as a permanent shift in big tech, Facebook has signed a lease for 730,000 square feet of space in New York City's Farley Post Office building, according to the New York Times. That's the Avenue Long Building across the street from Penn Station on 8th Avenue, which will also house an expanded Northeast Corridor train station. Construction on converting the building won't be finished until at least the end of the year, and the start date for the lease was not revealed. Facebook already has double that amount of office space in New York City, roughly 1.5 million square feet over in the Hudson Yards complex. And in a separate but related note, Business Insider and the other Insider Media brands told their employees that they won't be required to come back to the office until July of 2021, according to the Daily Beast. And in news that would shock the year 2005, it keeps getting better and better to be a music label these days. According to Bloomberg, Snapchat signed a deal with the major labels, so Snap users can now add music to their posts, well, legally, as you can already do on TikTok and Instagram. It's being tested first in Australia, just to make sure it's safe for American use uh, later this year. Snap also reminded people in the news announcement that they reach more people in the U.S. than Twitter or TikTok, including 90% of 13 to 24-year-olds for anyone playing along at home. No new programming notes today, but I will use this chance to announce that the NHL is back. Uh, Four days late. What, like ice hockey is where your mind goes in the first week of August? They chose to play all games entirely from the safe confines of Toronto and Edmonton. And six games will take place all day long today, back-to-back, on NBCSN starting at noon. And while Kylie Minogue is Australian and not Canadian, eh, it's still another place that is handling the COVID outbreak far better than we are. So let's go out with her new single called Say Something. And just a small reminder that Disney releases their second quarter earnings later this afternoon after the bell on Wall Street, including one would hope updated Disney Plus subscriber numbers. And let's call today Make Your Assistant Listen to This Podcast Day. 
Look, you're a busy person, so uh, tell your assistant to download and listen to the podcast just in case you get a late start to the day. And it's very much appreciated on my end to help spread the word. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.